Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Contact Keller's today and get your yard cleaned up before that dirty old man winter comes. I hate to say it, but he's on his way. The mornings are cold. They're frigid. I don't like it. I'm turning the uh, the steering wheel warmer on. I'm, I'm putting the seat warmers on. It's, it's just miserable. But contact Keller's today. And if you're looking for snow removal services during the winter months, they can take care of that for you too. Do not break your back this winter and leave the heavy lifting to the professionals at Keller's family owned and operated. Their team is looking forward to serving you Keller's garden center and landscaping services located on Kern street in Exeter near blue ribbon dairy. Find them on social media to learn more. Live from Grinch Street Studios. <laughs> My wife. My wife. She says I'm the biggest Grinch during Christmas time. My uh, my house is already halfway decorated. We've already got four trees up. Wow. Put up half the lights outside on a uh, Sunday. what's what's funny is my wife and i will be together for 15 years in april of next year and so we spent what probably 15 christmases together holiday seasons a lot of trees and well yeah and um uh we have fought every year Um, she is like loves christmas christmas everything you know, I've got two tree, like two. When I say trees, they're not full size trees. Like one's a full size tree, one's a nine foot tree, and then the other ones are smaller. But uh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Wow. I don't. I, I don't like. It. It's just a lot of Christmas. It's a lot of. You know, if it if it was something that she did on her own, I wouldn't even care. Because I mean, once it's all done, I do enjoy it. But I, I'm the one lugging the boxes out of the basement. Yes, I know. Poor me, you know. Making memories. What's that? To get you involved. Yeah, I gotta do work for it, and I have to be outside, and that's the worst part too. I just, I can't, I can't do it. But once it gets closer, you're all right. Once it's done, I'm fine. It's, it's just the whole process of thinking about having to do it. It's the process of actually doing it. But once it's done, I'm happy. But uh, I know, poor me. Like my friends make fun of me. She's like, oh yeah, poor you. You have to uh, spend time with your family and make memories and blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess if you if you look at it like that, I'm an asshole. But uh, I don't know. I just don't like it. Hey, you, you can be worse. You can be like me, living by yourself with. Uh, I might have a wreath somewhere. That's, That's how it. I used to live. I, it, I, I enjoyed that. It was quiet. It was peaceful. Yeah, it, you're, you're you're not wrong. So she thought she was cute. You know, buying um, some holiday stuff recently, and then uh, threw that up there. I do think it's cute. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's me. Good one. We started a new tradition a couple years ago, where on 
Christmas night, so December 25th, when everything's done, we uh, we burn the tree and take down all the decorations. <laughs> that sounds fun. Everybody, everybody laughs, but it's actually great because you wake up the next morning and you don't have like that post-Christmas like depression, anxiety. Kind of yeah. Because that sucks. That's probably even worse than setting it up. Because at least when you're setting it up, you have a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Once it's over, it's like, you know, dead of winter, you know, nothing happens that's fun until like middle of March. Yeah, it's worst. It's the worst. Yep. I'm staying in Christmas hard this year. I've been listening to Christmas music already. Oh, my God. Why? Peanuts Christmas album. Because the Peanuts Christmas album is like the vibiest thing ever made. I guess. <laughs> That the Carpenters. Honestly, like just regardless of it being a Christmas album, I was listening to it this morning and I was like, this, this might be like a very seriously important record. I don't it know is. why. It's just fantastic. It, like, it captures that like real poignant, like almost melancholy undertone of the holidays, which like are an important part of it, but nothing else about the commercialization of Christmas is, captures that. That's but, it. But somehow that did. In music, though, not even with like just the oh, music, yeah. just the music no. does it. It's like mm. it takes you, it takes you somewhere for sure. It's fantastic. I don't even well, like Christmas music that much. When I was growing up, I enjoyed the. Uh, they started making these albums called "A Very Special Christmas." Let's see if I can find it here. Um, where they featured like um, like artists that I listened to at the time, like the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, uh, Special, I forget. But in the meantime, um, welcome to the show for real, the tribe. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yes. So we had uh, yeah, John Mellencamp, uh, Sting, Run DMC, U2, Madonna. That sounds like a bunch of heaters, honestly. Yeah. Bon, bon Jovi. This is my this is my favorite one. The very special Christmas three. Uh they had the Smashing Pumpkins. They had a song called Christmas Time. That was good. Natalie Merchant, No Doubt, Shell Crow, Blues Traveler. Wow. Hootie and the Blowfish. A very John Popper Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tracy Chapman. These are awesome. <laughs> I'll have to revisit this now that I'm an adult. They had, like a a tw- they had 25 of these. Then a train, Jewel, Michael Bublé. Oh my God! No, it doesn't end. <laughs> but the tribe. Let's get, let's get let's get down to business. You are you are my first guests that I'm doing a repeat. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I've gone. This will be episode 113, and I have not repeated a guest. Damn. Yet. Well. I did a thing for the big break, but like they were different guests each time. So the big break as a as an umbrella was uh um I guess you could say doubled up, but I don't count that as that. You guys are like my my officially my my repeat guests. Damn. It was almost Thank two you. years ago. It was almost two years ago. It was January thirtieth, I believe, two thousand twenty one. So it's close to two years ago. Yep. Yeah, we were like right in the middle of the pandemic. I feel like Things yeah, we were had, weird. You guys we were had just in, done a, a like a live stream show before that. Yeah, yeah, you guys were set up a mile away from the computer. 
<laughs> and some, and some <laughs> sketchy and some sketchy internet. <laughs> so I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited that this one. I actually went to re-listen to that. Re-listen to that. You know, listen to that again. We'll we'll go with um, between the time that this was set up and today, and I, I couldn't do it. Oh no! It wasn't our, it wasn't our best effort. It hey. wasn't our best effort. Well, we we had to stay di- like at least six feet away from the camera at the time. To fit I mean, us the all camera, the, well, yeah, when the camera probably had COVID, so you want to make sure you're six feet away. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. And uh, oh. I mean, we were also at in like a warehouse in Reading on like the third floor of a warehouse. That's yeah. actually a pretty sweet art gallery. But uh, yeah. very cool I'm not mad yeah. at you. I'm not mad at you. I'm happy. Oh, I know. To, I'm happy we get to do this again. But Thanks. I wanted to like listen to it to find out what we talked about at that point. I know you were you guys just, just uh, released a new uh, album. I think it was called Language. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that was December of 2020. So we sat down January 30th of 2021. Um, and we're back. We're back with uh, some more new music from you guys. Correct. Yes, that's good news. Yes, sir. That's good news, but there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Uh, ben Ben Travers, who I used to call Ben Travers for the longest time, I called him Ben Travers to his face. He didn't correct me. I don't know why. Uh, just found out recently his last name is Travers. Uh, he gave me an itinerary uh, that, I, that, I, that I must follow. Travers, man, what a guy. Travers, the Travers. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, when I see his last name, I just go to Travers. He was I. I can't see Ben correcting. He, he's too. Uh, he's too nice of a guy to throw that one out right there. Well, why wouldn't he? If it's actually it's Travers. Name, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, guy. Well, funny story. I was interviewing uh, Art from the band Everclear, and I said his last name wrong, and he was very quick to uh, correct me. And I felt stupid and foolish, and um, but also happy, but also weird that I've been calling his or saying his last name incorrectly for uh, twenty years. <laughs> what is his last name? I forget. Garfunkel. Yes, Ark Garfunkel. Yeah, that's why. That's from the band Everclear. <laughs> is Everclear? Uh, you might you might know what it's like. It's Everlast. What is, oh. what, is his, what is the name his daddy gave him? Oh, yeah, that's a uh, father of mine, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's Everclear? That's Everclear. Father of mine, wonderful. Santa Monica. Mm. Come on. Come on. I'm Smash it. No? I just don't. I'm like literally, not that I don't like them. I'm just literally, I don't know. I only know that one song about the daddy problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what is his last name now? I think I said I was saying it, it's Alexakis is his name, the last name Alex A L A L E X A K I S. Uh, for whatever reason, I read that and I was saying Alexicus. Yeah, I mean, how could you get that one wrong? <laughs> Holy shit! I've got I got Alexa back here now talking to me. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Alex Akis is his last name. He was quick to, like I said, quick to uh, correct me. But 
Ben Ben Travers did not correct me, so I've been calling him the wrong name for 15 years too. So that's great. We literally had a podcast together, and he didn't correct me. <laughs> I just imagine you introducing him every time wrong. I I was talking about him at work one day to uh, some guys at Axelrad, uh, and the guy that I was talking uh, about Ben too. He's like, he said Travers, and I'm like, is it Travers or Travers? He's like, I think it's Travers. I'm like, buddy, I I talked to him face to face and called him. Travers, he didn't say a word. But in any case, Ben Travers uh, gave me a a couple two tree things to talk about. I thought we wouldn't, anyways. But hopefully, one of them's the band, the band, the tribe. Yes, absolutely. But it's been two years, guys. What has been going on? It's a big question. Yeah, a lot of years. Does somebody want to take the floor here? Mm. Don't want to jump at once. I'll take it. Do it, Jordan. <laughs> uh, we'll all cut you off as you go on. This <laughs> last two years has been insane. Um, not in, from a music perspective, but life perspective, um, personally speaking. And a lot of different things have happened. Uh, I've gotten married bought a house, did things like that. Jesus, you're, you're, you guys, you grew up. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, the kids say uh, you're adulting. Yes, yes. So that, well, congratulations and RIP. And <laughs> Mike got a, got a new house too, and Chris got a new apartment. Like, yeah, we, the tribe money is good. It's yeah. <laughs> our balling. New houses, wives, wives are expensive. <laughs> yeah, so we've been doing a lot of uh, living, I guess, um, and trying to make music around that um, has definitely been challenging. So we kind of just chipped away at new recordings, new songs, and over two years put this album together from like a ton of different demos. Um, and we finally like came up with a short list of, of ones that like would potentially make the cut. And we're like, all right, this might be it. And then last six months or so been really digging in on getting it dialed in and tracking and mixing and mastering and doing all that. And uh, we're really excited about it. But uh, the thing, I, I, the biggest obstacle, which happened about 10 days ago, is on my final exports of the album, um, my hard drive failed no. completely. Uh, so everything was lost. Everything. Ten days ago? Ten days ago. Um, yeah. You're, you're, you're planning on putting this album out when? Next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> is that still going to happen? Well... Um, yeah, I think, uh, Lord willing. So I had to, um, I took it to a couple computer places nearby and, uh, they ran, first of all, no idea what happened. Like it just, just failed, just shut off and then it would power on, but it, it just, nothing would come out of it. So I was like, 
can't be true. So I plugged it in 50 times and I'm like, one of these times it's going to work. And it didn't. So I took it to a, a couple repair shops. They were like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like it's toast. <laughs> like you're like, I don't know what to do for you. Did you go and, to the geek squad at Best Buy? Uh, I tried uh, PC doctors. So basically privately owned geek squad. And then um, I can't remember the name of the other place. Um, but definitely like legit, you know, genius level um, computer guy. So I was like, I trust you. This thing is, is fried. And finally one of them said, you have one option basically. And it's this place called the clone store. And it's this guy who uh, is in his seventies. He's been in business for 44 years in Lake Erie. And I have to, you have to overnight it to him and he'll take it into a clean room with like the lab gear on dissect it, take it apart. And like a forensics lab no way. Put this back together, like CSI. This is amazing. <laughs> so this man has been doing that for the past, uh, uh, five or six days. And it's not in my possession as of yet, but he somehow recovered all of the data. Um, which all I can say is, um, the level of professionalism was extremely high man was incredible to just talk to and work with, but he, uh, knew what, uh, his service was worth. And <laughs> all I could say is that, uh, it was, it was a hefty price tag. So, Yikes. um, we, um, having self-produced this whole thing and like, you know, to avoid things like that kind of in, in the hot seat, but we wanted to make sure that it was the best, you know, best possible version of, of the tunes getting out there. So, uh, we're going to do a, a GoFundMe. Well, I, I made it already to try and, and get back some of that, that lost, um, fund. Yeah. But, uh, if everything goes as planned, um, that'll be the, the album that we wanted everybody to hear will still be heard next Wednesday, um, both live and in a tracked form. So <laughs> pretty okay. nice. So uh, if people are listening to this now, the record may or may not be available to stream. <laughs> let's uh, hope that let's hope it is. My hope is that yes, that, because it's like three to five days. So for one, three to five days from upload till like it, it it's released on streaming platform. Right. So I'm like usually always behind schedule with regard to stuff like this. And I was, ahead, I was way ahead. I was feeling good when all <laughs> of this happened. So um, now I'm not ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I so, can't, I can't believe this. Oh man, it hurt so bad. I uh, I don't know. It was rough, man. What What did the rest of the the guys think about this? I mean, are you, were they thinking about uh, nailing you to a cross, or what's going on here? No. So honestly, <laughs> when Jordan said that that happened, I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty much that tracks." Like it's it's uh like one it's one more thing in a long line of things that have uh, tried to push us off course, but um, 
you know, I have no doubt that it'll be out in a timely fashion anyways. So it's, yeah. you know, the thing about uh, Jordan too is, you know, he's, he's the project leader in many senses, not all the time, but at least for, for studio stuff. And, um, you know, when he, when he finally talks to you about an issue that's going on, he's already, you know, he's already gone through his stages of panic and grief and anger and frustration. And he comes to with a really level-headed understanding of what's happening, why it happened and what the options are. And pretty much from the get-go, he was, he told us the price tag and we were all kind of like, man, I don't know. That's insane. Like, we just like try to re-record the whole album and like, what do we do? But, uh, I think he kind of made it clear from the beginning that he was going to ever get it back because of what this album means not only to all of us but to him in particular as, as the lyricist as the vision of the tribe um you know, it's really meaningful album uh, so i kind of I, I don't think anybody was really at any point we're all kind of uh, uh, <laughs> was, oh, go ahead. um when this happened i mean uh Obviously, I'm, I'm sure you had a, a pit in your stomach. Did you tell the guys immediately, or did you try and like, like how did how did that play out? I, I definitely went through like three or three or four days of trying to make sure that it, that was actually happening because I, I really couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, so even last year, um, a similar thing happened, which like. I keep saying it's like statistical impossibility. Like there's no chance that this could happen to me. Like I, I, my, my day job, like I work off the same drives and I put way more hours, way more file, like transfers on them, working with bigger files, video files and all this stuff. And it never, 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 never happens. Um, never happened. So I was like, this can't actually be, be real. So, eventually one of these guys has got to get it figured out. One of them is going to plug it into a program and be like, Oh, there's, there's all the data. So only when it came down, once the guy gave me a quote for uh, the clone store, he was like, I was like, Oh my goodness, this is for real. Like, I don't know how it happened, but like, I have to ask, I not only have to run it past my wife, I had to run it past my grandmother. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had to run it past the entire tribe. My mom, I'm trying to think. Mom, my uncle, like, I, everybody that had some sort of potential advice to give me, um, a couple friends. And the majority, which what's crazy is the majority of people were just like, you know, I was uh, inconsolable, I guess. Like, just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, uh, that's a lot of money. Or, you know, uh, that's a tough, tough situation you find yourself in. Like, I don't really know what to tell you. Um, and then uh, my one buddy, Drew, not this Drew, but another Drew, came over the other day. He's like a good, very spiritual guy. And I told him the whole story and it, I had to make a decision that day. And uh, 
he was like with with zero hesitation he's like go big or go home (laughs) (laughs) so i was like all right his money here we go man (laughs) yeah like let's do it because it i knew that it would have bothered me forever if i if if there was a possibility that so i had a couple other exports of of songs that of the songs that weren't just weren't finished or were like demo versions we're like, well, we could release this as that, I guess. And I, it would have just tri- driven me insane forever. Sure. Yeah. So, my uh, my girlfriend, has, all of our girlfriends have listened to this album a lot. I, like how Jordan said, most people were like, I ran a five-speed That's a lot of money. Probably, you're probably shit out of luck. <laughs> but when I, when I told Shannon, like, immediately, you have to, you have to get I, I think I think it's Mike's voice. I think I think like the phones just hate his voice. Mikey, you should hang your head. <laughs> it was it's mostly right, it was mostly him last time too. I don't know if, I don't know if you guys yeah. know that or not. But it was mostly him last time. He told too. he told. Well, he told us uh, that Shannon had a say, which was you definitely should go for it. Yeah. And I think everybody in the circle probably had that same vibe. I feel like I was the one that was like, nah. (laughs) I was the one that was like, we could do this again in a few hours. That's the thing, though, right? Like, I don't, I mean, obviously, musicians and people who've recorded music before understand that. The length and the time it takes but like i mean you guys it's this isn't like a thing you go into the studio and you know you record uh in a couple hours and then you know call it a day i mean i'm sure there's a lot of tweaks and different oh yeah additions and all this other kind of stuff it's, so yeah i mean i could appreciate the fact that you guys were like man we we, we kind of got to do this my question though is like i wonder what this guy recovers like like what kind of shit does he recover <laughs> That he's, I don't know the price tag. You could tell me off the air if you want to, but like, imagine the shit that this guy recovers. 100%. He's probably got Biden, Biden's kid's laptop. He's probably, he's probably, I was going to say, he's at least a, a former G man. Oh, dude, this guy is so legit. I, I talked to him. So, what was crazy is he did like five days of work and talked to me for about, I would say, three to four hours on the phone without knowingly that I would be able to be like, I refuse like the quote, like it's just too much for me. So he just was like, he's so professional, dedicated, focused to his task. He's like, I, I, we have the tools here to do this for you. Like, and what's crazy is I looked at other avenues of where I could get this done. And it's like these huge, like corporate centers where they would be in all these clean rooms and stuff. And this guy's doing this in from his home, and has been for like 40 years. So like the hookup with this guy, his name is Doug, like the coolest dude ever. I remember I got off the phone and like, uh, honestly, I was in such a low place and I called my wife and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but like I just met and talked to the coolest guy ever. And he made me feel (laughs) okay for like 40 minutes, you know, like it was like, I don't know. It's just like this happened. He had a similar story why he started the business. It happened to him one time and he had to pay 
a ton of money for like <laughs> one file. And he's like, this is why we do this, you know? So um, I can't imagine what the process was. Like he, he wrote it down, but like basically they take those drives apart and replace components and do all this uh, like drilling into these different layers. Like, I don't know what the heck, how it works at all, but um, the guy, he was, he started in like the seventies building computers. So like, you know, peak, like think Steve jobs and um, Bill Gates, like in a garage type deal, building computers. So like, he had his own, like it was like Erie computer company or something like this guy is just like <laughs> next level, like brilliant man. So it was like, even though he uh, definitely uh, got the better end of the deal, <laughs> I guess <laughs> way, um, he, uh, he definitely made off, off pretty well. He also gave me exactly what I, I needed and asked for. So, um, yeah, dude, he's a legend. I, I would recommend him to anybody. He's in the band now. <laughs> I sent him a t-shirt. It's the seventh member. It's just crazy to think about. I mean, I have a hard time hitting record and hoping this, this like lives on my computer somewhere. I can't imagine like this guy's like, that's nuts. Dude. Doug's so, a legend. Long story short, you guys spent two years in some capacity working on this album. Ten days before its release, it gets erased, <laughs> technically. So anyone listening or watching or whatever, whatever you're doing, if you appreciate local music, if you appreciate musicians in general, if you appreciate uh, creativity and, and the arts and all of that good stuff, if you love the tribe, please go to the GoFundMe link, which will be shared uh, on my pages. I'm sure it's on the tribe's pages as well. Go there. Donate if you can. Understand that it's we're close to the holidays, but <clears throat> I've known these guys for a long time. I, I'm familiar with their music, and it's always been top-notch. And I, I, I can't imagine um, potentially losing you know, what you guys worked on for two years. So best of luck to you. I hope people listen to this. I hope they give a dollar or two or whatever they can donate to you to recover these songs and, and help you guys financially stay afloat. Thank you for saying <laughs> that, man. Thanks Thank so you. much, dude. But seriously, I mean, uh, that's another thing. You guys have been around for, I feel like, a while, right? How many How many years as a band? Five. I wanted, five. To, I wanted to say five, right? Four? Four? Mike's, Mike Mike has gone from speaking to uh, doing sign language. Fine. He has his, his, his he put up four fingers. Thank yes you, or Mike. no numbers or yes. signs. Yeah, hold up ones and twos. One for yes, two. <laughs> All right, oh. so going on five. We're going on five. But like, so to put that in perspective too, like, uh, you know, working in a band together, especially now that there's multiple members, what, there's six total, right? Yeah. Um. You know, that's probably a different level than a three piece or a four piece. You got there's six of you, you all have different um thoughts and opinions and how you might want something to sound. So I mean anyone who's married, Jordan, you just got married, you probably experienced uh, your first fight or two. Um maybe not, maybe a thing's peachy, but you get the idea. 
so to be around what I'm getting at is to be around for you know almost five years, you know, working together as a unit, um, going through these ups ups and downs, and then you know, throw a pandemic in there too. I mean, a lot of bands that were creating music during a pandemic or or you know, didn't get through it, you know, they kind of said, Hey, you know what, this isn't um we can't play, we can't perform, we can't uh make money doing this. I got to go, you know, get a job doing, you know, whatever it might be. And so what I'm getting at is it's it's you guys aren't a fly by night group. I mean, you guys put a lot of time and effort into everything you guys do. So Mike sideways now. There he is. <laughs> He's like, I don't give a shit what you're saying. I'm going sideways. I'm, go. trying, I'm trying to fix this because I want to be a part of this. That's all. You sound better. You are, you're a part of this. Mike, damn you're it. Part you are. Piebald had a song. Uh, is it American Hearts? They said, hey, you're part of it. <laughs> you're part of it. <laughs> Perfect. You're part of it, buddy. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> I'm so jealous of you right now, Mike. Jigs inside, dude. Six inside, dude. That's the dream. I'm I'm jealous of of Sigs in general. Sigs <laughs> at C I G. Yeah. I had friends that used to call them Jibbies. It's Jibby time. Jibby time. I like smoking a dart. dart. <laughs> That's I like a dart. Now, cool. are, are are darts cigarettes in general, or is there a certain brand? I think so. No, I think that I think all cigs are darts. Okay, they're, to, they're mutually exclusive. Used to have friends who smoked uh, parliaments. They call them P funks. Yeah, like that. Fun. Yeah. Yep. I'm a fan. So, so hopefully, when this all uh, hits the internet next week, Wednesday the what's today? The, 16th? the night of the show. No, 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 no. This is going to drop on Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? It is Wednesday. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. I got to get that out, out at least that day. I'm losing track of time. Good thing <laughs> it's coming fast. Well, that's, I mean, I joked about decorating for Christmas already. Um, typically, this is actually late for us. Typically, we're like, it's Halloween and the first week of November. Now we do that because you know, we try and catch a, a warm weekend in November to be outside at least. But, you know, it's seriously, you blink anymore. And like, it's, yeah. you know, Thanksgiving is going to happen. And then, you know, my family goes away the day after Thanksgiving. So that weekend's always shot. And then you're going to blink and then it's going to be Christmas and you're going to have nothing done. So that's why we do this. But so, yeah. So, um, you know, when this airs, hopefully uh, the show, um, well, regardless, the show is going to be uh, Thanksgiving Eve, which is the yes, 23rd. Sir. So this might drop on Tuesday, the day before, or the day of. So um, I'll try and get out earlier to get some uh, more exposure and uh, push some ticket sales. But uh, there's a lot going on around this show. Not only is um, the new music hopefully uh, out, um, it's the you know, it used to be the biggest party night of the year back in the day. Not so much anymore. Kids don't drink anymore. I don't. I don't understand that. I don't get it. I'm not saying you need to drink to have a good time, but like, I mean, people used to go out on Thanksgiving Eve just to go out. Yeah, and there was Murray's Inn and and, and Wilkesbury, and like every, there was all these places. The Woodlands always did something. Like people were out and you know drinking and driving, which is not a good thing. But like now we have Ubers. Like get an Uber, go out, have a good time. Yeah, you yep. know. 
But you're doing a Thanksgiving Eve show at the River Street Jazz Cafe. The River Street Jazz Cafe is back. Oh, heck yeah, it is. Back. It's back. 667 River Drive. Yeah, it's, I mean, um, (laughs) I don't know who does all the booking there. Obviously, Ben Travers has uh, his hand in some of the things. Uh, But just a lot of good local music. Um, I keep saying every time I talk about the Jazz Cafe, you know, it's been around for... I should probably know this by now, but it's been around for a long time. Uh, but I had this stigma of, you know, this you know, jazz club and jam bands and things like that. Um, but there's been a lot of like good local music. That's a, a wide variety. You know, we had university drive there and these clever foxes there, well, those clever foxes. Um, I have some very, of my, my Philly friends trying to book the jazz right now. Yeah. It's a great venue. Um, it's a nice. It's like, it's a, it's a good space. It's a, it's a, it's a good room. You know, you, you can pack the place. It feels good. Um, even if it's, there's not a lot of people, it still feels like there's people there. So, talk a little bit about the show and what people can expect. So wait. So is this our third jazz Thanksgiving Eve? It's not our third jazz show. We played the jazz one three times, but. We played Thanksgiving night once. This is our second Thanksgiving Eve. Oh, so yeah. So Thanksgiving Eve. So this is becoming a, a little bit of a tribe tradition to play the jazz around Thanksgiving. And then I don't know if the first time we did a food drive, I think last year was, was the first mm-hmm. actual official. We did. We did do it the first time, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's, so there's a food drive involved too. Yes. And so oh, if the tribe cool. plays the jazz near... In and around Thanksgiving, there's also a food drive going on. So I don't know if the first time we did it, there was like a deal, you know, on tickets, brought a can, they took some money off your ticket. Um, I'm not sure what the details are, uh, believe it or not. But um, yeah, I mean, there's been both Thanksgivings, we had a hefty, a hefty drop off of cans, which actually is extremely satisfying to be able to actually do something good with the night. Um, besides, you know, throw down at the jazz. Now, are you guys tied into the 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 tribe and Thanksgiving Eve? Is that is there a thing behind that? Um, I don't <laughs> think so. You know what I'm saying? I, the tribe. I think. I think. Uh, I don't think that that was ever intentional. I know. No, I'm, just, I I'm, think, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think it ties into the brand well, though. You know, like sure, people associate Thanksgiving with, uh, you know, being with people you love and being thankful for, you know, sharing what you're thankful for and all that. And I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of thankfulness and gratitude surrounding. I call it the tribe community. You know, there's a lot of people in the tribe now at this point. Um, whether it's people we book with or people we do interviews with frequently that we consider friends and just feels like we're all kind of part of the same thing, which is just, you know, having a good time, helping out if we can and staying connected and, you know, just a nice thing. So I think there is, it's certainly on brand to be playing Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. There's certainly more than just six members of the tribe. Yeah. Like static in the attic, who's opening for us that night. They're in the tribe, <laughs> you know, they're certainly in the tribe, but yeah, it's also a good opportunity for us to play locally which we don't tend to do very much throughout the year so we did with we the probably, stuff you know family and friends we probably yeah. did our most local shows 
this past year, and we we didn't really do that many. Yeah. You know, is there a reason behind that, or it's just kind of how it works out? I mean, I think it's just like, and I don't know. I'm I'm not local. I'm in Philadelphia right now. These guys are in the the NEPA crew. So, I just think it's really like all the places are good and worth playing, and we love playing them, and we have great times. Like we had a great time at the D spot last time we played it. Um, but there's just like you know, you play them all, and then unless you're gonna hit them all again, and like. <laughs> A month and a half, you know, you got to space it out a little bit. Yeah, I think especially now nowadays, because I mean, like I said just before, people aren't going out. They want to, they want to kind of like have a reason to and a special event, and I think that's like that. Too is like we're always trying to make it more. I mean, not in a way to to bribe people to come out or something like that, but just like we want it to be like the best. You know, like we went from playing, I think when we first started playing, we were playing the jazz like maybe four or five times in a year. Yes. And now like, all right, it's Thanksgiving Eve at the jazz and that's it. And when we come there, like if it's not a new album, like, well, actually we've only done it twice. So it's been an, an album. And a documentary. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. So like, whatever it's going to be is going to be something big. And then like new merchandise and stuff. Like we have a ton of new merchandise that we worked on, and um, yeah, like just bigger ideas, um, in the hopes that you know people get their fill for an entire year. And then if they want to hear, you know, come up to the V spot or something. Like that's that's the thing. Like Wilkes-Barre is the is the hub. Like that's that's the hometown. I think, even though, um, really, only three of us are from Kingston, Wilkes-Barre area. But it's just become like, yeah, River Street Jazz Cafe is is home. So we hit it once a year now and make it the best it could possibly be, and then uh you know charge up for the next year and uh yeah so yeah and it's cool it's like we get to uh we get to do you know every band every band wants to be able to run a show and, and put a show together um but at the same time you know we're trying to play in, in bethlehem a lot or reading a lot or new york city a lot different places to get followings and we've had some success with that we're not at a, at a stage maybe we are in, in bethlehem or something but where we could like put on a show and, and, you know, pick up the acts and, and make it a big deal. So this is, you know, this is what we want to do and what we want to be doing. We get to do it with the show like this. Cause you know, and, and because of the fact that we're playing locally less, you know, uh, it's kind of the idea of instead of having 10, 15 people that come to every show that you play locally, you know, once a month, you're playing locally twice a year and you get, you know, 50, 70, a hundred people. And, uh, it's just it's cool. It's the way way shows should be, you know, a, a big deal. And it's hard to do that when you're playing shows every week, and it's hard to make every show a big deal. So when you have the opportunity, you got to go all out. That's yeah, I think what this- I think a lot of bands, even like you know, mid two thousands and things like that, they they felt that they had to play every weekend and kind of within a a fifteen or or even ten mile radius of where they they kind of called home. Um, and that was the biggest problem. Like, you know, 
you know, the, the first few shows may, may have done well, but then they wonder like, Oh, like, you know, this is our fifth time playing this venue or fifth time in this, this city in the past, you know, eight weeks. And, you know, people are stopped. They stay stopped showing up. Well, why? Like, it's like, well, people, you know, they, they've seen what you're doing. Like they get it. Like you have to kind of expand your, your reach. And, and, uh, I think it took a long time for bands to really understand that and really kind of embrace that. Um, I guess that fear almost like, I think bands got like, this is our hometown and people are going to support us and, you know, afraid to kind of go outside the, the comfort zone. So, um, it's been neat to kind of see, you know, over the past like five years or so, you know, bands start to really like understand the fact that they have to play outside of where they're from. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm yes. like, what up, Mikey? you go. I guess say it's cool too. Cause like, I think I think what you want, you know, like when you're dreaming it up in your head, is you want to get these people that will come out to every show, and that's the idea. Like they're they're your fans, so you know, I'll play every weekend. They're gonna to come to every show because they're a super fan. It's not really realistic, you know. I'm I love music, but there's not a band I'm gonna go see every weekend. Um, but at the same time, we do like there are there are more than a handful of people that you know will come to almost every show, um, unless it's like a four hour drive for them or something. So. I don't know. It's like, it's like we're trying this experiment out and we're having some success with it. And we're also still kind of getting a taste of, you know, the, the people who, who look at music the way it used to be looked at and the way we look at music and that kind of respect and obsession that we have with it. So, you know, it's been a, it's been a rewarding experience in that regard. <clears throat> Andy, you were, you were going to say something. Oh, I was, I, I think I was just going to say that, uh, I think when it comes to NEPA and maybe the Lehigh Valley is my uh, uh, parallel, but I'm sure a lot of these guys and the other two guys probably approaching triple digits on some of these venues. For sure. As, as far as times played, you know, Tribe is definitely double digits on a few of them. Um, and that's not really good or bad. I mean, we like it and we'll play all the time at most places. Um, but that's just like the perspective of like, I, I, I kind of just want to go to New England. So I'm going to try and book us to New England in the spring. That's like where I'm at with, with, you know, where we're playing, how often. Um, but I mean, I don't know. There are places that sort of sprout out, sprout up as unlikely headquarters like Redding. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bethlehem. That's the strange thing is like, we'll, we'll go to, certain places certain towns you know with with no real expectations i mean we we traveled a lot especially in like the second and third year we were going everywhere like up until the pandemic is any place that would um have us like we would string together a list of shows and go and play and just some places just it's weird it's like in intuitively like you would just understand like this is a spot that we're coming back to this is a spot that the people are like they're just getting down with whatever the heck we're we're doing not totally sure what we're doing but like they get it and they want more of it so i think we're trying to you know (laughs) 
even though there seems to be a science to this a little bit, I think kind of go with our, our gut on, on a lot of it moving forward is like, well, if it doesn't feel like this one, that one, and that one, where people are like show up and they like have a true love for the music and the ideas and the community, then maybe we'll just not play it. <laughs> like, cause in the beginning it's like, uh, except everything, somebody's willing to pay you to play original music. Like what the heck, man, like let's mm -hmm. go do it. So now it's been like, well, get paid to make original music and play original music, but also provide this uh, place for the community to grow, I guess. You know, it's tough too because this area, like you know, we're talking about NAPA. Like a lot, there's not a lot of venues. There's not the venues there were five, ten years ago. So, um, what are some of your favorite venues that you've played over the course of the past few years? I mean, I keep hearing about like new places popping up, or you hear like uh, about spots in like Harrisburg and Mechanicsburg and even you know Philly. Um, so this is not NEPA centric. Like in general, what are the favorites? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Funhouse. Fun yeah, Funhouse. Fun yeah, Funhouse. Funhouse is the best. Yep, it's just so wacky, and uh, it's like the tiniest little place. Like it's you'd be surprised how we even fit ourselves in there, and it just seems like the most unlikely place to have live music. But it's just it's it ends up being the most wild show. Like. Yeah, it's really great energy. I had like a straight up like 3D experience there one night, completely sober. Saw myself at the funhouse playing with the tribe, and I was like, "This place is weird." <laughs> <laughs> and then we all stood outside and like looked at each other at like 2:30 in the morning, like, "What the fuck was that?" It's also the Sigs inside. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> That's totally true. So funhouse definitely has like some weird some weird voodoo going on which in a good way and i'm i gotta the lady that books the fun house is just like the sweetest person on earth so i have to call her she only you only book with her via phone you leave her a message and then she calls you back a few days later and lets you know what she has that's sweet she's awesome. I wonder if there's a gas leak there because i also had an out-of-body experience when we were playing. <laughs> dude if there was a gas leak in there that place would have gone up like a yeah. hundred times over no, the amount of sigs, like, sigs burn it off real slowly so it's not like a explosive. my grandparents came one night that we played the fun house my like 80 year old grandmother and grandfather and they they toughed it out they toughed out the sigs inside that was the first thing they said was which was i can't believe people are smoking in here <laughs> and then they just troopered it out for like us. I think they were there for like a solid set and a half. Even to this day, SIGs inside. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's Funhouse tradition. Like post COVID? Like, I mean, I thought oh, COVID dur like, probably during COVID, <laughs> especially during COVID. Funny, yeah, dude, they moved a pool table out of uh, their space to provide for more people to squeeze into <laughs> this spot. That's amazing. Like it is, it is uh, about as tight as you could possibly pack people into a room. That's awesome. But um, I don't know, man. Yeah, something like I remember after COVID happened, I was like, 
thinking about particularly the fun house, like there's no chance we'll ever be back. And I remember we came back. I might've still been 2020. I'm not sure. I think it was, it might've been like late 2020 or early 21 that we went back. I remember we were all kind of like, should we really play the fun house right now? Yeah. <laughs> but we did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think the, the game of it, I guess. I think the, like, if I had to say like playing Brooklyn bowl was like a little surreal. That was like, that doesn't necessarily count as like a venue or like, you know, I mean, I guess it does, but not on the same. That one was like, are we actually going to go in there and play? Yeah. Like, looking at who's on the wall, like next to you, like who's playing there on Tuesday night. It's like, oh, the roots are here on Thursday. And it's like, oh, shit. That was that one was cool. I mean, the spots in Reading are cool. I love playing the distillery. Even though that's that is just a crazy setup for a gig because you're like up on a balcony, like overlooking everybody, which is sweet. It's just like you have your own sort of like entire floor. I'm trying I think, to think. I think for me, um, although they're not really venues, what I've really been enjoying, especially this last summer, has been the festival circuit that we've been doing. We did Briggs Blues Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, which was just incredible to play this an hour before Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Yeah, that like, was wild. Are you kidding me? Like, um, and we did Pine Ridge uh, up in Albrightsville, which we, were, we did that twice. We did their fall one too. That was that was a really good fest. And I, I know we're looking to get on that circuit a little bit more next summer as well. Oh, Shy Shy Bear Brewing. That's a, that's a good uh, one. Yeah, it's another Turkey Hill Brewing in. Yep. Bloomsburg or yeah yeah Bloomsburg. that's definitely that's a good. spot John and Peters in New Hope uh it's like it's a mix between either it's like these really uh like um like great food like great management like great beer like like really well run establishments and then just like <laughs> I don't even know, man. Just like the hole in the wall, like rock and roll, like I don't know, like I can't even explain it. Just like very authentic to the experience that I would imagine many musicians like in a way idealize. But then you play a hundred or two hundred or three hundred crappy shows in crappy places and you kind of start to lose that sense of that magic but there there still really are these hole in the wall places that can fit 20 30 people and you know they're not they might not be much to look at but if you look a little closer there's you know some real character built in and some you can tell some shit's gone down there over the years <laughs> and uh and you play and you can feel it you can feel that there's a you know there's a special sort of magic maybe just lingering there from all the all the great experiences that have been had or something but yeah Bitter end in NYC. Eat shit, eat shit, Mike. I got a cat too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think we've definitely found our spots and like latched on to them. That's cool. I hear like, yeah. like Dobbs on South keeps popping up. I feel like. Um, you ever hear the Milk House in Philly? Mm, yeah. No. We play oh, the Grape Room down here. That's usually our spot down here. Milk Boy? Milk Boy, maybe. Yeah. We've yeah, done we that. We played there, yeah. I, I was in. I was there once, like downstairs at the bar, and I just like they. I felt like that was a place you guys would play. Yeah, we so were there. Play, it's upstairs, right? The 
I broke a string during our show there and took an entire song and a half to put it back on and it was like traumatizing. Didn't uh didn't we play with this like surfer rock band? I think so. There was like a it was like a I thought it was like a roots like a roots rock kind of like Americana thing. Yeah. Maybe I'm mixing it up because I played there I played there with another band I was in, but yeah. No, you're it was it was like a guy. It, it was booked as a, <laughs> so he had a band, but it was yeah. like I think it was, his name was like Keith or something. <laughs> Keith Star. Yeah. That is all star band. But I think I think the the grape room is like the Philly tribe. I think. I don't know. Oh definitely, man. Yeah, the grape room in Maniunk is like it's another one that has the the historical uh, kind of like feel to it. Kind of a like a a smell built in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there was formerly formerly SIGs inside of the grape room for sure. Like you uh, used to be able no to question. rip a pack. <laughs> That's basically all that's our criteria. <laughs> like yeah. It's either like no cans, no SIGs on the premises or SIGs inside. That's that's the only two options. No in between. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> So the new album, how many songs is it? Well, 13 if they all were recovered. Uh, yeah, 13. 13. And potentially a, potentially a bonus, but I'm not, I'm not sure about that. That's a good effort. That's a good effort. 13. Yeah. Okay, more than that, even. That yeah, we can we have a bunch that are like right on the chopping block that are like, well... Is it worth putting them on or is it worth, you know, ironing out these ideas further? So we have, we definitely have an idea about moving forward with content making and we're taking off the winter. So we're going to try and have, I don't know, kind of this, again, the community that's growing, have some kind of say in what we're doing. Um, So we have a bunch of ideas that are incomplete and unfinished and, putting them out there in some sort of format so people could be like, Hey, that one's cool. Maybe, you know, pursue that a bit further. So that's mm-hmm. at least the idea in theory. So, uh, following this album, which I, I should probably say the name of the album, um, a formal announcement. It hasn't been said yet. We've been teasing it for a while, but it's called big stuff. So, All right. or it's, or it's no stuff. We'll see. Or it's no stuff. <laughs> or it's just delayed stuff. <laughs> delayed stuff. <laughs> I hope it's not no stuff. Oh, I, I don't, it, it's not really possible for it to be no stuff at this point. There's still right. stuff. Right. It's got but it's gotta be big stuff. Yeah, it's it, yeah. If, it if it's like not big stuff, then it'll just be called stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like here's, we're not, not here's some shit. Stuff. Here's some shit. Yeah. I think the <laughs> The name is fitting though, because all the songs are like a little weird. I don't want to say weirder, because that makes people think that you're making like avant garde. <laughs> yeah, it's not. They're not weirder, but they're just like a little denser, a little more meat on the bone. They're they're involved. They're in, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I, I think they're like, not as shiny. I think with language, we went in like a different direction as far as production and straying away from like a a jam band way of writing like we would jam to write but we wouldn't 
be trying to jam for 10 minutes. We'd be trying to jam for two minutes to get these little nuggets out. Um, and then, you know, I think Carl and Angelo have just, you know, grown so much and finding their place in the band since then. That's probably the biggest difference is that, you know, you can just feel their, their, you know, just very focused impact throughout the record. And not to say that they weren't impactful on the last one because they were, but they were kind of used like more in a sampley sort of way, which was kind of our, always been our intent and our approach. Um, but this time I just feel like their, uh, their involvement is a lot more nuanced. And so, you know, like, like Andrew said, there is more meat. It's the same guys. It's the same kind of approach or, or texture to how we're, you know, making our music sound, but it, you know, we've just grown a lot in two years. So the music has. Yeah. People will say that you should not do that. Just do what you've been doing. Don't, don't evolve. Don't be creative. I think that we, I think that we have always done what we're doing. And I think that naturally, like just in life, like if you're good at something, you're going to get better. You're going to grow, you know, through different angles of it, you know, because that's how you become, you know, more whole at the whole thing, which is if you're good at something, it's because you respect it and you're trying to get good at it. So to be ignorant of, of, you know, growing in one way or embracing something, is just silly. Like if the intent is there and the vision is there, you know, we're always going to be the tribe. We can, we can, we honestly feel like we could make any song the tribe. And I've, I've heard us make any song sound like the tribe. So, but I, 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 I know what you're saying. Yeah. Sure. I hope, I, hopefully my sarcasm came through with that. I just, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we actually, well, no, I just, song that we're working on, uh, that'll, that'll be out in the next few months. I'm sure. Country, country song? single. <laughs> country. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we're like, what the heck, man? Like that—that that one's actually. Um, I don't know. We we just decided to play it. Like it started out during a rehearsal. And we're like, oh shoot, Try this is sick. Country song. <laughs> Why not? I just I just hate when people get so angry. Uh, yeah, you know, their, their favorite band or a band they like is just like, oh, this doesn't sound like the last album. It's like, why the fuck should it? <laughs> I think it yeah. very much still sounds like like us. Sure, but I think like uh, it definitely doesn't sound. I just think sonically, like it's just a little more grimy, and like it's kind of what I've always thought we were gonna sound like to begin with. So I'm I'm pretty hype about it. It just comes from I think a lot of the production choices that Jordan makes. I'm not gonna speak for you, Jordan, but the like a lot of the things that I love about the music we make is just like it's all rooted in this like really grimy nineties hip hop production that I love so much. And there's like so much of that on this record. Like there's so much of it that I was cheesing at every turn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think uh, Ben said that it's a a funk party at the jazz. Funk party. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Always. That sounds fun. That's just a regular tribe gig. Okay. (laughs) Yep. I don't know that I've had the actual pleasure of seeing you guys perform. Oh man, what are you doing? That's the yeah, I was gonna say. So, what, what, what do you What do you got going so, on Thanksgiving yeah. Eve? So Thanksgiving Eve, we every year. So I, I'm married. I have two children, but for the longest time now, it's like I do my mom's uh, house on Thanksgiving Eve, and then we do the in-laws' house. Well, my in-laws, my wife's parents. Uh on thanksgiving day 
So I'm I'm running around like crazy. I'm I'm working till five on that Wednesday, running home, getting the kids together, packing the bags, getting to my mom's house who lives about an hour away from where we live. It's a whole thing. By the time I get there, it's time for bed. <gasps> we I'd don't play just, at ten thirty. So I'd rather, well, I'd rather just do that. But no, we stay. We, it's an hour away, so we stay there. So we stay overnight. Oh, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Then we wake up early, go home, start cooking dinner for the in-laws. It's a whole thing. We'll see you at ten thirty. <laughs> I I would love to. It was, uh, <laughs> who who uh, who just played the jazz cafe? It may have been uh, the Black Sabbath tribute band. Like, oh yeah, come uh, come by. Yes. Um, for Halloween. Halloween. Yes, I was actually. I had a. I was busy that night too. I was. I was judging a. Uh, a Halloween costume party, at uh, Montage Mountain. That sounds sick. It was a lot of fun. Five thousand dollar cash prize. Who won? Uh, this guy labeled himself as this Batman with wings, and I don't know where he got that from. No clue. He looked like nothing like Batman. I don't know where that. Uh, he won five thousand dollars. Well, he went so they say five thousand. So the winner was three thousand. Then the second place was fifteen hundred. And then like there was like third, fourth, and fifth. They got like lower denominations. But wow, yeah. I thought you were gonna say like Elvis or Freddy Krueger. No, no, no. There was uh, there was a guy with um. <laughs> Iron, Iron Obviously, Man. wasn't that good of a costume. You didn't, even, didn't even remember Man. it. Iron Man. Iron Man. There was this guy. Was he was probably ten feet tall. He had a ten foot tall costume on. It took him thirty minutes just to like get into it. They went He's all out. Try hard. Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, long story short, I will not be able to make it to your show at the Jazz That's Cafe okay. on Thanksgiving Eve. I would love to. Don't tell anyone this. Luckily, my wife won't listen to this. And neither will my mother or my children. I'd rather be at the Jazz Cafe. Oh, well, thank you for your sentiment. Thank you, man. Thanks Don't for tell them that. You. Don't tell them that. <laughs> I won't. But most importantly, I hope the music. I, I mean, has any of it been recovered yet? Um, technically, yes, but okay, it's not good. in my possession. But that's so good. That's good saying, news. Yeah, he's had the, the access to the files. So I will know for sure once I like get them, open them up in in logic and and see that nothing was wrong. So all right, um, all right. Fingers crossed. Yes. Album will be released on Wednesday, the twenty third of November. Um, and we're going to be playing the songs from that record that night too. So I was going to ask you all of them or just a few or what? What's the deal? Oh, hopefully all of them. Let yeah. it rip. Oh. Let it rip. It's, it's going to be a good time. It's been decided. All of them. Yeah, yeah. I guess we are. We have to now. Yeah. <laughs> it has been said. That would be that would be on on pace for the for the jazz. Just trial by fire yeah, for the tribe. About, yeah. And is this the last show of the year? Uh, I think it is. For the yeah. tribe. Yeah. So. Wrapping it up at the Jazz Cafe. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a fight, an internal struggle to not take anything else. But 
you know, Jordan has a soundstage built in his basement, so we're gonna go use that for a few months. That's cool. And I was, you know, was going to say, how how do you plan on promoting the record once it's released um, without any like dates lined up Im- immediately? I think that's what we're going to do is just record stuff here, make some content. We have some ideas like outside of just um, live performances, like a bit more um, video-based things, you know. Um, so that's my line general daily line of work. So I'm excited to be able to do some more of that. Um, just kind of free up some space, honestly. Like we had to cancel a show, um, our return to New York City a couple of weeks ago at Rockwood. Um, like I had gotten sick and it was like this huge, uh, unfortunate turn, but then like kind of made us rethink the whole approach going forward like and this is a lot of you know a lot of grinding and not a lot of we haven't had much time to be able to work on stuff and write stuff because we're always going always 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 going so i think we need a, a time to slow down and refocus and hopefully people just keep listening to the album i i think i think that it's uh it's worth you know a couple listens to really work out what's going on, what's being said, it's a, a bit more, I think, dense than than past work. So, I don't know. It's big stuff. Know. It's big stuff. Big stuff. Exactly. Big stuff. Yes. Cool. Well, I'm excited. I wish you, I wish you had it to share with me early. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you, like, I'm like, hey, can I like get some songs early just to kind of get a feel for it? I'm glad I didn't ask because that would have been a, a sore spot. Well, yeah, it's, it's not was, possible, unfortunately. Yeah, we just we just spent an hour talking about how how sad it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> but the tribe needs your help. If you are listening or watching this, go fund me link on my pages on the tribe's pages. Help these guys rebound. <laughs> <laughs> from their <laughs> unfortunate, <laughs> unfortunate situation. How are we even talking about this right now? I, I, I'm the the picture you painted in my head, and for me, it's just like this guy, like he's with gloves on, like, 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 like eye protection, like a hair net. Oh, he definitely has PPE. Hair. Yeah, like he's just totally. CI shit, like or uh, CSI shit, like you said, like, like it just. Um, <laughs> I gotta I mean, it out to you, be really big stuff, man. Like that makes it so much better. Yeah, you gotta you gotta share that with me off the air. I'm curious. <laughs> it's just nuts, man. Well, we were that? we were yeah. set, you know, to go like on our biggest run of shows on the last week of February of 2020. Okay, so like. We literally canceled like our biggest run of shows the week of COVID. So this is just like this is why I was like, yeah, when Jordan said this, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, sure. You know, what else? What else can we endure? I think like a lot of our, our like time as a band, as like a unit playing music, which is supposed to be hard, has been extraordinarily easy and fulfilling. That we gotta we gotta pay somehow, you know. <laughs> So yeah. we, 
you get along too well, you know, just, yeah, it's too easy. This is exactly it. it yeah. If there wasn't this, then game would be rigged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the tribe is cursed. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're all like, no, 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 no. Tribe's not cursed. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the next album will go smoothly. No issues. I mean, there is a long going joke, like a long running joke that we're getting cosmically fucked with, you know, <laughs> at, at every turn. So I don't know if that counts as a curse. What have you guys I, done wrong in the past? I think there's just a lot of energy in the tribe, not to get real hippie about it, but the six of us, you know, together are pretty nuts. So something has to do something about it. Yeah. The, one, <laughs> the first thing that tipped us off was when we went on PA Live. <laughs> and, <laughs> dude, I, dude if we could find the clip you know, oh, I have it live and we like <laughs> it's the funniest song that we chose to play to like uh click into it and um the only thing that went through was the songs <laughs> <laughs> so it's like us jamming but like, there's like two sax notes just like uh I, I wish you could hear it and you then they cut it. really hard yeah like it was so bad outrageous i wish i i, I could have got to find that clip though but i don't know if we have access to it even they were so they were on the it. mixing on the mixing and they were trying to mix all of our channels through that one output of the sax microphone <laughs> so like it was just like randomly the enormous like ripping like, like just two or three notes and you could just see <laughs> the looks on all their faces like they were just so confused and scared <laughs> And then we were like, ah, uh. we were ripping too. Cause it was like, it started off and everybody's like feeling it. We're like, Oh man, we could do this. We could do the live TV thing. And then like, I remember Cause I like most of the time my eyes are closed as soon as a song begins. And I remember opening them and like seeing five faces, <laughs> like panicking, like stop. Dude. <laughs> it's all sex. <laughs> yeah, it's not even, I can't find it on YouTube. I can't find it on the, the PA live uh, oh, no, that's page. yeah, that's been burned from the internet. I yeah, have, they buried it. I have a copy that is a video of a TV that my fiance took you on Snapchat. It? I just have like a video that Taylor took of the of the like two seconds that we played and them cutting a commercial. Oh, we gotta <laughs> post that on just out of there. You go. It's rough, dude. You should be like, dude. this is the tribe recording the newest album. <laughs> yeah honestly so like we didn't even know each other that well at all and we're like all right we'll just go on tv and play <laughs> and then that we then we, it had nothing to do with us like and it was probably an accident on their part like it's not like any of us were like pissed or anything we were just yeah. like what the heck <laughs> what the heck it's <laughs> funny i've played that pa live before with a couple other acts and like yeah, it, 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 it's like two microphones and like that's it. No matter what size band or what instrument you have, like they're not very well equipped to like your TV channel. Like, how do you not have that? Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Get live. We I, want answers. I, I, I'm, sure, seriously. I'm sure you'll be invited back now. Somebody, I, somebody I, respond in the comment section. Dude, there's well, no way we well, would have gone back at all after the first time. Even, even not necessarily from our choice, but the, I don't think us or them want to experience anything like that ever again. <laughs> well, to be fair, they they are 
they are in the process of or have revamped their entire studio. Oh, really? So maybe it's time. Maybe it's the time week for- after the tribe played. <laughs> maybe no, just recently. Uh, maybe maybe you guys need to reverse the curse, go back to where it all started. Oh my kill god! It, kill it on PA Live. Rachel <laughs> Malik, Chris Bohinski. Let's get these guys back on PA Live. Reverse the curse. Let's go. Whoa! Maybe you're onto something, man. It's a great idea. Uh, well, last time I had it. that logic d- didn't didn't work out. Last time I had the logic actually just popped up. It was uh, so uh, in March, March like 13 ish was uh, a Friday. So Friday the 13th, March 2020 is around the time that COVID kind of like really became a thing and the the world shut down. So then Friday the 13th came again that same year in October. Uh, so I was like maybe. You know, what's what started it? You know, Friday the thirteenth will end it in twenty twenty. Didn't happen that way, but um, yeah, maybe that was so back. optimistic. Go back you. to where it started. Go back to where it started. Reverse. The, go there, kill it, and then everything. Go back there next week. the 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 files will magically just appear. <laughs> the The money that you spent will be magically refunded into your account. I think uh, I think Drew said it perfectly. If we had any more, like if we had any more good fortune come our way, we might not do anything. We might just be so like entitled and like, oh, everything's fine, everything's going great. That we might not try as hard to you know play well or make good music or whatever. So uh, these weird these weird little things happen to us just to keep us in line. Yeah, that's life. Good. Good. All these I disagree with this. I think we should go on PA Live. Let's <laughs> for Wednesday. <laughs> Look, you make it happen. I'll be there. All right. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be in Wilkes-Barre. To, I'll be Wilkes-Barre Tuesday night. We'll shoot PA Live. We'll Chris, check. Yeah. We'll do a sound check first. Yeah. Chris, and then I don't we'll think do they've done. No, I have no hard feelings about PA Live. I was just. I know stating you. Don't. I, I know you. Don't. I've had I know that you. happen with other bands too. That's I know all you. I was. I don't think that they have music anymore. It's probably yeah, we of the ruined tribe. that. Yeah, you guys fucked yeah, up. Yeah, we ruined way, that. Way, way yeah. to go. Way to ruin a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was so mortifying. Yeah, that's funny. Let's end it on oh. that. Okay. Let's end it on that. I, if I if I could find the clip. If I could find it right now, I'd send it to you just so you could go, we could go out on it, but it's going to take some digging. Yeah, it's fine. Send it to me. I still want to see it. I do want to see it. <laughs> this is like the most pessimistic, optimistic podcast. Yeah, it's been great. We covered yeah. it. We covered everything. It was, is the itinerary um, clear? Yeah. Is, is Traver's uh, hold on. Let me, let me double check it. Let's, I don't want to get lashed at all. All right. Well, let's do a real, we'll do a, a quick recap. We'll cover everything again real quick. Wednesday night, November 23rd, Thanksgiving Eve, the tribe at the Jazz Cafe. Um, in addition to the show, it's also a food drive. So uh, we don't exactly know uh, what that entails, but like bring some bring food. Bring cans. Bring some cans. Bring some food. You might get $5 off your ticket. You might get a free ticket. You might get $2 off a ticket. Maybe there's a wheel. You could spin the wheel. And that's uh, a good idea. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You, you brought a can. You, you, yeah. That's what you should do. Prize wheel, right? You have like free ticket, a dollar off, two dollars off, <laughs> you know, 
No um, we just want to make a big ass donation on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's all we want to do. Yeah, it's, times are tough, man. I know. It's, I feel like every year we're, we're constantly like, you know, obviously there's always people suffering. There's always, you know, people this misfortune and things like that. So it's cool when people can kind of uh, who are in better situations, um, in good situation, we can kind of help give back. So. It's cool what you guys are doing. Second annual party at the Jazz Cafe, Funk Party, Food Drive, November 23rd, Jazz Cafe in Plains on River Street. Um, fingers crossed we have music streaming on the uh, streaming services from the tribe. If you're listening or watching this, just go there. Just look look for it. Search for it. If it's not there, listen to something else by the tribe. Uh, get ready for the big stuff. But, um, guys, I... Uh, I, I'm still in shock that that happened, um, <laughs> but like you guys said, it it wouldn't be the tribe if you guys weren't overcoming some obstacles. So I have no doubt. I have faith in Doug from the Clone Store in Lake Lake what? Lake oh Erie? hell yeah, Lake Erie. To get Doug. Give back. it up for Doug. Yeah. get Doug Fuck on this yeah, thing. Doug. I want to talk to Doug. Doug. I, mean, so I, wanna, do I actually. I want to know what you found. I want to know what he's found on computers. I'm surprised he hasn't called me actually during this this whole. Thing. That would have been good. That would have been awesome if he called you. Like, hey, Doug, what's up? We're actually talking about you right now. <laughs> Give me some good news. Doug will be credited on the record oh, as a yeah, forensic yeah. scientist. <laughs> Are you guys going to release any physical copies of that, like vinyl or CDs, or is it strictly uh, digital? Probably by, by spring, we'll be looking at vinyls, but. Not right now. We'll be we'll have some USBs. Um, We're thumb driving it. That's yeah. cool. I like that. I got them right here. Very cool. I guess I guess all things considered, uh, vinyl and the expense that that itself is is probably not in the question, considering all the money you guys have spent to <laughs> <laughs> recover yes. the song. So again, go to the GoFundMe page, donate if you can. Let's get these songs. Let's get these guys back out on the road. Get these guys. Uh, out of the, out of the, the red. I should be. I mean, yes. business. I should know. Yes. Get them. Yeah, get, them get them the black. Let's go. Yeah, we're not asking for green. Yeah, let's just get. We just like to be. You know. You know. Let's, let's break even. Let's 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 come. Let's let's cut that deficit in half at least. All right. Yes. Any little bit counts. There'll be a link to GoFundMe very yeah, for shortly. Sure. Okay. Thank you very much for doing this. Um, pleasure, my first my first repeat guests. Thank you, man. It sounded yeah, fantastic this time, minus Mike for half of it. He came back <laughs> strong though. He came yeah. back strong. He came back with a cat. That's good news. He's a finisher. <laughs> yeah, he came back strong with a cat too. That's that's good. But uh, all right, boys, big stuff. Big stuff. November twenty third. Let's do it. Thank you, sir. All right, thank, thank you. you. All right, take care. We'll see you later.